So what made me fucking late was... Are you recording? I am. Give me to turn this. Sorry. I was going to turn this down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Can you hear it okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've also got my air fryer going. I just didn't want to fuck up your... Uh... Oh, yeah. That's going to really ruin the uh, the wonderful... No, just Paul hates air fryer. Oh, yeah. Right on. Sorry, Paul. Hey, uh, welcome back to... He's a deep fry guy. Welcome back to the Pigskin Picnic Podcast for Paul, the only podcast that there is, to our knowledge, made exclusively for one person, and that is our buddy Paul. Hey, Paul, how are you doing? So, I was getting ready to tell Robbie why I was late getting over here. Robbie, here's why I was late getting over here. The first thing was, as soon as I was walking out of the door, my wife, Amber, goes, hey, can you help me with something real quick? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes, just real quick before you leave. I was like, okay, and it was bring the Christmas tree downstairs, which is the least real fucking quick thing you can do. But the second thing was, I finally get in a car, and I start driving over here, and all of a sudden I'm in like complete standstill traffic, like on Highway 2 or whatever, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? There was a funeral procession, and, and I know that you are uniquely qualified to talk about funeral processions, and... Not only was it a funeral procession, it was a funeral. Clearly, some dude on a motorcycle had died because it was exclusively people in motorcycles. But, Robbie, I'm not kidding. I sat at the red light for, I timed it, 17 minutes. What? There was, like, no less than, like, a thousand motorcycles. Like, it was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Like, it, it must have been a Hell's Angel or something. Kid Rock died? God, I hope. No. But, like... Do funeral processions not piss you the fuck off, or do you fall on the side of like, no, we've got to respect the dead? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? I don't even respect the alive, dude. Yeah, you think right. I give a fuck about the dead body? Like, I understand trying to show respect to the family of the dead person. They're dealing with a lot of shit. But, like, they don't care if I stop my car or not. Like, I, I don't think a grieving widow is going to be like, you know, in this inconsolable sorrow she just lost her husband right driving down the street just like oh my god when she looks out and like the Ford Bronco did, like stopped so yeah. her family could go like you know what I, I'm gonna miss Jason but the fact that that truck pulled over on the side of the road and it's gonna be late to work now took his hat off <laughs> he said the anthem cause I ran I ran it about this a little bit I actually recorded a podcast on my way here it's the dumbest shit ever it's so dumb because in my Wait, does, does Paul know the rules here? Because they have different laws in Florida. Oh, I don't know. You go go ahead and fill me in on that. Well, it's just the difference here as we live in Chattanooga, so we're right near Georgia and Tennessee. In Tennessee, it is, uh, you know, Bible Belt, conservative, Southern. It's a, it's a respect, like an unspoken thing, that there's a funeral procession. Everybody, no matter what, even an ambulance probably, that could prevent another funeral procession. Right. Everybody's got to stop their car so that the caravan of however many 20, 50, 8,000 cars can just slowly go down the road with the dead body in there. And everybody has to stop their day to do it. But in Tennessee, it's not the law. It's just uh, like an unwritten do. rule. It's right. like the I didn't know it was the law in Georgia. Georgia, it's the fucking law. Wow. You could get arrested or you could get a ticket. If there's a funeral procession and you're running late to say your baby's you yeah. know, appointment for a doctor or yeah. something, and you're like, look, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, and you pass that funeral procession, they can pull you over, and they will pull you over right. and give you a ticket. 
So I'm so glad that you're saying this because this brings me to a point that I was ranting about, but I was really, I was so hoping it wasn't just me, and I should have known that you were going to share this value with me. I call it a value. This is one of my values. Of value. But like, it's not like I was sitting at that red light for five minutes, you know? Like, I was explaining the rant. I was like, you know, it, it, let's say hypothetically, I had le- if you leave if you leave your house with only barely enough time to get to work and something happens and you're late, I consider that your fault because you have to factor in you could have left earlier. You have to factor in that shit might happen. But if you sit at a red light for 17 minutes because of a funeral procession, that's not your fault. And so I posit to you this: I think the funeral procession itself could cause more funeral processions. Absolutely, because people when they're it's dangerous, the, to I hold up traffic for seventeen minutes. Then you got to go. Like everybody's got to go. You're flustered when you're driving. Flustered, well, you're not in your own, you're not in your right mind. Well, any other thing, any other event that would hold up traffic for seventeen minutes would be like a state funded project. You know where they actually have state employees out there. They've got engineers shutting down traffic. Engineers to tell where to divert traffic. They've got public officials out there directing traffic. Funerals. It's just like. Leroy's out there yeah. in the car, yeah. and he's got his lights on, and he's like, "Uh-uh, you can't go. Y'all gonna sit. like." There is no uh, structure to it. It's not like you know how like boxing and fighting they have to be sanctioned. So like, yeah, right. you know, Mike Tyson couldn't just walk in and fight like you know a middle school kid. Yeah, you know, right. they, it wouldn't be allowed. It wouldn't be sanctioned. They won't even let like if you wanted to fight like and do a celebrity fight against somebody. Yeah. A lot of there's, states, a, there's an athletic commission that yeah, you have to we, go through. We talked about this about, you know, yeah. how it relates to wrestling, wrestling and several yeah. other things. But, um, you know, they won't sanction things like that. I just lost my train of thought. That's okay. You were talking about funeral processions being unsanctioned. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's Wild West. It's just it's Leroy. Literally Leroy. It's Leroy, like, but you could, be, you could be arrested or you could be, you could get a ticket if you don't do what Leroy says. Yeah. In that situation, and everybody can die because he doesn't really know where the flow of traffic should right. go, and he, you know, but he thinks he does because he's been doing this for so long. Right. But really, all he's doing is being a nuisance to traffic. Yeah. Legally, it's a loophole, man. But I'm sure I've told you this, but probably one of the biggest arguments me and my dad ever had that wasn't about politics, because like you can't even count those, because like of course those are huge arguments. But one of the biggest arguments me and my dad have ever had is. We were, me and him were somewhere, and there was a funeral procession. And immediately I went, Ugh, this bullshit. And dad was, so, and I was explaining to him, I was like, Dad, I don't think that my day should have to be made worse because their day's already bad. Yeah, they're ruining it for everybody. And he was just like, You are such a disrespectful little piece <laughs> of shit. You know, and I was like, I just don't get it. And he's like, well, it's because everybody needs to show up at the cemetery at the same time. And I was like, Why? Their day already is ruined. Just wait till everybody gets there. Like unless they're unless it's a, a hot funeral home that's got three shows, you know what I mean. When you're the hottest funeral home in town, the hot funeral home in town, the hot funeral home in town. But like I don't know, it just really pissed me off because I was sitting there thinking I was like, it is Sunday, so it's different. But like if someone Oops. someone could lose their job, like there's some people that are like three strikes you're out. They've decided I'm not going to be late to work anymore, and they got fucking fired because your mammal died in her sleep at 92, huh. and I'm supposed to give a fuck. So imagine you're in one of many Georgia counties or cities on a Sunday. You're late to something, or you're behind, or you had a long trip, or you're hungover from Saturday, whatever it might yeah. be. You're coming back from watching Georgia kick the shit out of Tennessee. Um, you're coming through Georgia. 
you're getting back home. You know, you live in Chickamauga, but you got to go all the way across Georgia to yeah, get right. back. At, you're like the furthest tip of Georgia yeah. to get back home. But you stop in one of these little towns, and there, you know, to get gas, and there's a funeral procession, and something happens like that today. You get stuck for 10, 15 minutes in this fucking just car after motorcycle after motorcycle. And then you're fucking, like, you sit there forever. Probably three other people die in yeah, the fucking yeah, of crossfire course. of this funeral. And then it's like, all right, I'm just going to stop and have lunch and, like, get a beer. But you stop, and in that town, not only can you get arrested for passing the funeral home, you can't go drink a beer on Sunday. Yeah, right, this Sunday. Right, right. You can't have Chick-fil-A. Right. You can't have beer. The two things that would help. You just solved it, by the way. You just solved it. You said there's a funeral procession, and then there's several other deaths called by the funeral procession. That's why they do it. Oh my God! That's why they do it. Funeral processions, model. funeral funeral processions exist so in the hopes that people will be running late, so that they will wreck and die, and therefore there will be another funeral procession. It is a self-contained business. Well, think about it. even if you only get one death out of every like, like say every funeral is point one death. Right. So one out of every ten funerals. You're getting a new customer. That's what I'm saying. That model pans out. And if you're in a bigger city with more traffic and more crazy people on meth or whatever, that's... I'm telling you, dude. All right. We need to research this. I didn't think this was going to turn into that. This also just reminded me of something. How many funeral home directors do you think felt so bad about happy COVID made them? Well, I think most of the funeral home directors in Georgia died of COVID. Yeah, right. But, like, their business is death. So, like, if something happened and, sci- and like, there was a modern marvel of science that extended everybody's life expectancy by 25 years, the funeral homes would fucking hate it. I mean, they would tank. They, they have to have so many people die a year. So, like, the, the opioid crisis, COVID, uh, hockey games... These are all things that funeral homes like love. You know what? Big, uh, all the big businesses have have hit a snag at some point or another, or they can get some huge lawsuit, or they can hit some big, what big corn, big yeah. big farm, big pharma. Yeah, big pharma is worth like trillions of dollars, but they still have these huge fuck ups. Big death. There's nothing that will ever stop undefeated. Death. Undefeated. And there, I, we just now realized that Big Death. Not only are they taking care of all the deaths, yeah, they're causing they're them. Causing them to just get like they can't just wait for them to die. People are gonna die, but they can't wait for enough people to die. They gotta get them in fast. That's also why they uh, they make the uh, the funeral the funeral preacher goes on for way too long because I don't know about you, but we went to a funeral last week and I almost shot myself. Well, did you see me walk out? Yeah, me, when, me. when he started talking about um, scriptures and stuff, yeah, and he, yeah. when he after he had made it the first twenty minutes about himself and yeah. how he loved to watch football, yeah, uh, with his with the deceased. Yeah, anyways, I won't get too far into that, but. Uh, as soon as he got into, now I'm going to share with you four or five scriptures that I think are the only way that anyone can recover and grieve from something like this. And I was like, he's about to just go through and tell why he loves his favorite Bible verses for 20 more minutes. Yeah. And I had on the loudest shoes ever, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> I went to the bathroom first, and I was like, I'll go back in and not skip the whole preacher thing. But uh, no, I just left. I, I didn't hear any of the scripture shit. Yeah, so... Was it, 
Was yep. it as bad as I thought. I it did would the be? same thing that you did. So like, <laughs> I did the exact same thing. How would that I you, know? Yeah, I just left. Yeah. So you left. So what I did was, and again, I'm not going to mention. Oh, Cordero! Nice. I'm not going to mention. Holy shit, I'm not going to mention that? any names, even though what I'm saying is not a bad thing. But like, you know, it was a it was a funeral. It was our friends. But like, I was sitting there and like I was standing up. You know, because like obviously we let the family have the seats and everything. You were right across the room from me. I was. I what my goal was. I stayed near Big Rob so that if something like this happened, I could just go and sit in the seat next to Big Rob. And so I was sitting there and I was like, nope, just stand here, be with your wife. Like she's she's arguably grieving more than you are. Cause, and so I'm like, just then he started in on that and like I looked at Amber and I was like, okay, you know me. Uh, yeah, as the Todd Snyder, as the Todd Snyder song says, "You know me, I can't take no preaching, not on Sunday or no other day." I was like, "I'm not going to be able to keep a straight face during all this," so I was like, "I got to get out of here." So I turned the corner, and as soon as I turned the corner to go into where they usually have all the the viewing bodies, I noticed your brother and a couple other of our friends <laughs> who had done the exact same thing. Uh. And when I turned the corner, they looked at me like, this is where we came, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so we were just, we were just in the back and we could hear it because they had the TV on. But like me and this person who, uh, I'll tell you. Oh yeah. <laughs> me and this person and your brother sat there and he talked he he did like play by play on the scripture because of how well versed he is and all that and just shit on all of it. We talked about Gus Chiggins. <laughs> we, we we had our own little funeral party back there, but basically uh, it was just me and that group of guys who were all like, you know, no disrespect to people's faith or whatever, but like this has been going on for like thirty minutes and also we all know the deceased. This is not what they would this have wanted. This is not what they would have wanted at all. Even a little bit. Nobody this, in this person's family would have no, wanted that. Nobody, nobody at all wants this. But huh. like, this is like they always use funerals as an opera. They're like, we have to take this opportunity to get people saved in case they die. And it's like, dude, I'm not doing none of this shit when I die. Well, you spotted me across the way. I was having yeah. that conversation yeah. with a couple other people that we yeah. grew up with. That you know, we're not having it this way, but. Um, I knew when I got there, so I, I got there right last second because I had a session that ended like just in time for me to take a shower, change yeah, clothes, right. get there, and then I had another set client I had to come back for, so I knew I wasn't going to be able to stay for the whole ceremony and like the right. after funeral and all that. So I was trying to get in the very back, which you saw where I stood. Yeah, yeah. So I'm back there in the very corner, and I see you, and I see my dad and everybody over there, and I'm just like, okay, we're as far away as I can possibly be. Well, because there were so many people packed in there... They had to go to like TV number two, yeah, so right. everybody else, half the people could hear it. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I had no Sold idea. Out crowd. But TV number two is one inch away from my yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. instead of being hiding in the back, so I can sneak out and come back, to you're work, where everybody's. Looking. I'm in the middle of everybody in the most important sad yeah, right. day of a lot of their lives, and <laughs> the TV is on mute, so nobody yeah. can hear this pastor. And so I have to. I scramble. I grab the remote. Luckily, it looks like the one I have. Yeah. And I just go boop boop, and I turn it up to like fifty five. When I saw you doing that, I was like, he's putting on red zone. I was looking for no, I hit guide, but. So I'm grabbing it, and I'm like, okay, shit. Everybody in this whole place is now looking in this direction, so I can't sneak out as easily, and I'm going to have to turn on TV. So I get the volume up, and I'm looking at you to say, hey, can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? And you and uh, Scotty's behind. I'm like, can y'all hear me? And 
finally you were you gave me a yeah. thumbs up, which I couldn't, by the way. And you couldn't. And I kept going. There's no way they can fucking hear. I can't even hear this. And I, I was just being like, it's good luck. Yeah, this. yeah. And uh, so I keep turning up a little bit more, and I keep looking back. I'm turning up a little bit more, and I'm looking back. I'm turning up, and then I get it up. I think finally to where people can kind of hear it. At yeah. least some of the people can hear it. Uh, and then of course. Like you said, the uh, Mr. Preacher starts going into his uh, own personal favorite scripture book. I and thought he was about to start selling fucking merch, dude. Like, well, it was insane. Well, you would think that a normal person being in the corner there, having control of the TV remote, yeah, and being like, off. Center, uh, you would think that, I, okay, well, now he can't sneak out and just yeah, walk right. out in the middle of this Not thing. Go, well, you don't know how loud of shoes I wear to funerals. <laughs> uh, so... Not only did I leave, everybody in there <laughs> heard you heard leave. leave, but... Uh, so you didn't. So you were gone by the time that. So there's, well, there was TV one, and then you were in charge of TV two. Well, in the very back there was TV three. The, the spillover room was full too. The spillover room was full too, and that was TV three. And so your brother, uh, the Barry Crouch, Crunchberry Paul, you know Chris. He did he make an astute observation about room three? No. Well, no. Okay, because I have one. Oh no, I would love to hear that though. Yeah, but okay. he so no no no. Chris went in there and he was going to turn up the TV, but he accidentally hit the wrong button and it went to just like basic cable and it was so loud and it was that sports grid show. Oh my you god! You know that like that like shitty talking oh head. Oh my part. god! And it was so loud. He was just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my Chris god. did this. <laughs> Chris and I both had a dramatic TV remote moment that we've been trained our whole lives for, getting ready for this funeral home TV remote moment. Oh, it makes me feel better that it... it I might have not turned it up high enough, but at least I didn't turn on the local Sports Grid channel. Sports Grid, yeah, and it was so shitty. Oh, God. What was your astute observation about Spillover Room 3? Spillover Room 3, if you were an outside observer just walking in there... um, in the small town of Chickamauga, you know, the the deceased grew up in our town, and uh, most of the people there were high school friends, family friends, um, but then for the past, you know, what, decade or t- decade and a half, this person lived in Atlanta. Right. Um, so there's, you know, she had... Oh, oh shit. Oh, oh, nice! Dude, we're they're going to shut out Aaron Rodgers. We're being real respectful for Paul here. Yeah. We're all just talking about the games mostly and a uh, funeral that he doesn't know about. Paul loved, Paul taught me the term funeral. He, he loves it. He loves funerals. I always called it a funeral, and Paul puts the fun funeral. in funeral. So spillover room three. Well, I'll just get right to it so we can watch the game. Her friends. By the way, I, what I meant was we were... We were being respectful. We were talking about a funeral on the deceased, and then right in the middle, I was like, "What a fucking deep you stand!" <laughs> so the opposite of what hey, you thought. I was being less. I was being respectful to Paul. Yeah, I was right. Like, well, yeah, Paul right. doesn't give a shit about this fucking funeral. No, but, he does. Uh, here's the part that Paul would care about, I think, the most about this funeral. And um, I don't mean anything by this, but if you're an outside observer and you walk into the funeral, you've got chapel. The chapel's full of you know the family of yeah. white people. Uh, and all the town of white people. Then spillover room oh, one and two are filled with spillover of white people. And then the Atlanta crew, yeah. which was her friends, um, you know, from her teach for her, her whatever her career yeah. and all that. Um, they got there a little bit later. Of course, they had to drive in from further away. But 
um, that was where more of the diverse part yeah, of the crowd was. came in. It was. Well, it was just by chance that yeah, that right. back spillover room three was the only room left right. for the TV. Right. But if you just walk in to that yep. uh, funeral, there is rooms one, two, and three yep. crying white people. Room four, in the very back next to the toilet, <laughs> yeah. between the toilet and the coffee machine, is room spillover room three with just nothing but black, black and brown people. Yeah. And as I was walking out with my clogs on, just uh, tapped it, stomping through the back, I looked in and I, it reminded me of when your buddy Daryl came to the funeral yeah, home yeah, that yeah, time yeah, yeah, yeah. asked for my granny. At, well, he asked what your grandmother, which was the uh, colored water, where the colored, <laughs> the colored water, water was. was. <laughs> so. It's the same funeral home. It's no, dude, it is, <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because, like, we know the real reason why it happened, but if you were just to walk in there and see that, and it doesn't help that they're standing right next to a watercolor portrait of Robert E. Lee. It was right behind me, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked like I was in the center, and if you look... I, <laughs> the, I looked up on each side, and the Confederate flags are coming out from behind my head. Like so horns. I'm centered in the middle of the Robert E. Lee. So as, as all of room, Spillover Room 3 walks in, <laughs> they see the guy with the remote up there in front with just a Confederate or Robert E. Lee backdrop. It was uh, very fitting. Oh, God. That's that was... probably why they thought I left. That is probably why they thought you left. But wait, his name is Robbie Lee? Oh, we man, gotta, I didn't even think about that. I didn't either until just now. Uh, okay, the good thing about throwing a pick against the Lions is that they're the Lions, so they're right. going to give it just that, right, right back to you. Is this the pick again? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Now he's got four. Who's he blaming now? God. Okay, they're playing in Detroit. I'm going to go ahead and go to my usual guess, which is Henry Ford. <laughs> yeah, right. It's the third Henry Ford reference <laughs> on the pigskin picnic. That's my go-to. I'm like the Eli with the uh, helmet catch. Yeah, he's like, stop guessing helmet catch. <laughs> Falcons are the most average four and fourteen yeah, of all time, for sure. Which is, I think, historically remarkable. Yeah, for sure. Because like Mariota might be the most average quarterback of all time. Like he's very skilled in several ways, but he's just not good. He's the most boring quarterback that has that playing style, if that makes sense. Like, yes. There's more boring quarterbacks than him, but not more boring quarterbacks that are supposed to be your like Vic-type quarterback. He's the most dynamic athlete who is as boring as fuck yeah, right. quarterback as himself. Which like, is the, the shittiest thing about him being a boring quarterback, even when he was just wheeling and dealing. Um, I saw in the offseason, he read a bunch of like Tom Brady stuff and like studied Brady on how to make very simple conservative dink and dunk decisions so like Mariota was like what's the one thing I can do to to get more boring more boring I know three yard check down because like Carson Wentz is obviously boring but like his his style of play is boring but Mariota's <laughs> the style that he has is supposed to be flash oh that's a straight up punch oh my god that was a fucking Deontay Wilder you see him punch yeah. the ball out As oh my oh! god what a truck Cordero Patterson is Dude. just like now a running back. Holy shit. Like, you know when receivers run the ball and they let them do running plays? You normally they like you're trying to get to the outside. Cordero Patterson's like, fuck it, I'm just a tailback now. He no just kidding. struck the linebacker. Do you remember him in college? Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit. That's a linebacker, dude. That's a middle linebacker. He just bitch fucked. Yeah, Cordero Patterson played for uh uh 
I'll give you a hint. They got their ass fucked yesterday by Georgia. Tennessee, yeah, right. Tennessee. I knew it was SEC. I was going to say LSU for some reason. He was like a real good kick returner. Um, yeah. They just nobody's ever known how to get him the ball the right way. Well, like, you do let him do that yeah. shit. Because well, like last year was like his breakout year after what eight or ten seasons. Because the Falcons are like, you know what? What if we just give him the ball all the time? I mean, there's some dudes like that that it's like Debo. Yeah, right. Like, dude, listen, fuck his position. Just give him the ball. My favorite receiver, of course, I love like the Randy Moss, and, like the AJ Green and Calvin Johnson, where they can go up and catch anything. But like, I love to watch a receiver who has the ball skills of a running back. You oh know, yeah, they can make the spin moves and the yeah. juice. They can run over somebody. Uh, not a great receiver, but like Golden Terrell Tate. Owens. T.O. is good. Remember yeah. uh, Anquan Bolden? Oh, yeah. When he get the ball, he just looks at Philker. Yeah. Who can I beat? Who can I run over? Right. Yak. Yak, baby. Yak. We, we like the Yakers. Yak. I love the Yakers. Man, speaking of Yakers, Paul, the uh, the Georgia run game was eat up with Yak yesterday. We were getting more We were getting more Yak than pre-Yak. It was a perfect, like, boring old Alabama yak, too. It was just yeah. like, there were no, like, 80-yard plays. like, And none of the running backs had more than, like, 50 or 60 yards. But, no. Like, all the running backs were just... Four and a half yards every they, night. They'd get, they'd get two yards beyond the line of scrimmage before they get hit. And yeah. then they would get, get hit, two and a half more. get two, three, five yeah. more. I looked at the box score last night just to see... Because I don't have any... When I'm watching a game, I'm not keeping up with stats and, like, who's got what. And that game, there weren't a lot of statistics other yeah, than right. Stetson had a good line. Like... There weren't a lot of statistic stars. No, it was actually, like, I've been thinking about the game a lot and looking at the score and going, that score is not what that game was at all. Like, like we beat the shit out of them, but it doesn't look like we beat the shit out of them. Well, that, that game, but my whole goal for Georgia going to that game, it wasn't to win, like, score 50 points and win. It was at the end of the game. You know how Tennessee's offense is so hyped up. Oh yeah, the quarterback was uh, number one Heisman, in Vegas for yeah. Heisman odds. Like they were so excited and arrogant about their offense. I just wanted them to leave feeling like they had no will to yeah, play anymore. Yeah. I like think, so I think deflated they did. that like because if it had been a forty-eight to thirty-five, even if we beat them by the same amount, if right? We but if they scored a, bunch, a lot of punch, punch, yeah, right. They could walk out there being like, you know what, Georgia's just really good. National yeah. champions last year. Because if they'd took, have lost to Alabama, they still would have felt good because of how many yeah. points they put up. But what we did, we basically just took their candy away, yeah. and instead of just like beating the shit out of them, we just sat on them. We yeah, just right. sat there. Like, you can't have it's your like candy. It's like when you when you hold hold your hand on a short guy's head. Yeah, and like on your, like, like, yeah, like when your nephew's trying to punch yeah. you, and you just put your hand on his head. And yeah, he's like, that's, that's what, what we, we did. did. We didn't have to keep punching him because it was like bullying your little nephew, which is also almost as fun. Oh, Waddle! Man, I can't believe that. Oh, no, that's Tyreek. I can't tell the difference anymore. I can't believe that the Miami-Chicago game's not slop. They both got uh, offenses now that uh, Justin Fields is doing shit, and they get him Claypool. Claypool's had the playbook for five days, and he's already making an impact. Who's the Colts quarterback now? Uh, Sam Ellinger from Texas. Yeah, right on. Uh, yeah, he sucks. Did you see the whole thing on why Matt Ryan's never going to play for the Colts again? So he oh his, he got the injury and then they're just like you're done. Yeah, so but he thought he was going to come back and play, right? Yeah, so he's got they they benched him for talent reasons, but he's also got a clause in his contract that if he y'all leaving? Oh, bye. You like wings? All right. So basically, bye, Libby. 
now that they've determined, like, okay, Matt Ryan's clearly not the guy, and we need to right. start building around somebody else, he has a clause in his contract that he's already making $14 million next year guaranteed no matter what, but if he was to, like, let's say hypothetically, they're like, okay, Ellinger's not getting it done, let's bring Matt Ryan back in, and he got hurt in any way, it's an, it's an extra $13.5 million. Guaranteed so money. they're having to just now go – we're going with Ellinger. What we can't play Matt Ryan. So then, if Ellinger he, gets hurt, are they going to go to Ryan? I mean, if no, they, they get Foles. Yeah, no, yeah, that's Foles. what I'm saying. He's QB three now. It's what I'm saying. Uh, Matt Ryan's QB three because of the injury stipulation. And I'm always fascinated with things like this because, like, it shows you that at the top level, even people with a shit ton of money still use it the same way that we use our twenty dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I didn't even like we made this huge trade get Matt Ryan. And, oh, like, Judon. Now not only is he not going to be the face of our organization, he's actually QB3 because if he tweaks his ankle, we have to pay him an extra $13.5 million. It's always uh, puts him in a weird situation too, like when a player is on the trading block, um, but they haven't been traded yet. Mm -hmm. So like they're healthy, their team's playing, but they're just on the sideline wearing sweatpants. It's like he's a healthy scratch today because... If they play him and he gets hurt, they can't, can't trade, trade him, him. Yeah. or they have to pay him some guaranteed money. Yeah. So it's like they'll just put him on the bench. And yeah, it's like, it's and you sit be there weird... and collect your check. Yeah, you still get paid, so I guess you can't get mad. But like, no, what? dude. In my opinion, Matt Ryan's in the best position right now because he can sit there and go, "I just had a couple bad games. I could be hitting, but I guess I can't." By the way, they gave up on him real quick. They gave him real a bunch quick. of money, and yeah. then just were like, "Okay, a few games in, you're not good anymore. Yeah. We're done." Like, yeah. no time to get the feel of it. But again, they want to save that money, so yeah, I think that I think if that clause hadn't have been in there, that they wouldn't have done that. But in their minds, they're like, if we if we go back to play him only for him to get hurt, then we still don't have him, and we're out fourteen million dollars. Well, they're do some quarterback drama because they went they were blessed from Peyton straight into Andrew Luck, so they just had like two decades or more than two decades of just absolute excellence from quarterback. Fuck them for a little while. You oh, know? dude, I fuck hate them. I mean, the Colts are probably my least favorite team, so I don't really, like, fuck them to death. Jonathan Taylor is also the most boring, dynamic running back of all time. Like, right. He doesn't do um, – I like running backs. To, uh, we were talking the other day about the, run, the different styles of running backs. You know how, like, Barry Sanders is obviously, and Gale Sayers are two of the most. But, like, Saquon runs differently than everybody else. And, like, Todd Gurley runs dip, they, Their style is just diff- – Nick Chubb. Yeah, right. He runs differently than everybody else. Jonathan Taylor runs like everybody who's the same. mediocre. Yeah. He's just better Bet, than him. Yeah, right. And like, I, I can't watch yeah, him. And I like, don't like that. When they put him in the MVP conversation, I'm like, yeah, he has a lot of good stats. I he's need good, flair. Like, I need something cool. Yeah, I need sizzle. Kamara well, has, you know, how Kamara's like, looks like he shouldn't be powerful, but then he runs over somebody. Like, well, style. It was like Favre, like, I loved Farm, and it's like there were better quarterbacks in the league. It's just that none of like they were boring. Yeah, like, he had that. Like, dude, even if you want to compare Favre to like Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning is a way better quarterback. But I would rather watch Brett Favre. Yeah, because lose. Peyton, Peyton almost made it so methodical that right. unless you just love the X's and O's of watching a quarterback break down right. a defense, like. Peyton, it, it was like he was doing chores. I was you about know? to say, if you're into science, Peyton Manning's yeah. your guy. If you're into art, yeah. Brett Favre's your guy. Well, that, I, I want to take that sentence out of context and just say, if you're into art, Brett Favre's your guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's art. Well, I can I can safely say that if you're into science, Brett Favre is not, not your guy. Not your guy. No, at not all. Not science. I can't believe he made it through COVID. 
I know, dude. Jesus, this game is the over. Did you take any any wagers today? No, I haven't. I might bet on the Sunday night game. I got 50 bucks left. I need to bet it all. Hey, so when it hits witching hour, you want to pause it and play some live fourth quarter bets? Hey, hell yeah. I, I think that's a, just a we – don't, we don't have to work hard for that. That's no. just something we can talk about. Pause it for two minutes, make several like yeah, fourth yeah. quarter bets, and then make the witching hour Absolute, even this year. Absolutely. No, of course I want to do that. I got 50 bucks to spend. What uh, am I saying? I'll add more to my account. <laughs> Even though, like, so flair is a pretty good word for it, but so when I'm talking about a running back style, it doesn't even have to necessarily be style-ish. Like, for example, Jerome Bettis, that was no flair at all, but he that was his own individual style. Right. No, there weren't a lot of people that were that good at doing that. So, like, Christian Okoye, like, the bit, anybody who just does it very well in a different way, it does. Bettis is probably the best example. Right. right? Like there was no flair there. Right. But he was just fun to watch because he was so huge. big and rumbling. And like, there's not. Uh, Derrick Henry is similar to that. Like, yeah, he runs straight up, but yeah, he's seven he feet just tall. Runs. People bounce off of him. Yeah. It's wild to see. Jags. Oh, there you go, Paul. See there. They are going to come back and win this game. Oh, they, they, as usual, they go to Jags for one play. They don't yep. even talk about it or show a replay. And they're like, what's another game we can go to? Yeah. Jets, fine. Jets, I mean, the Jets uh, you know, Sauce Gardner, their big cornerback, yeah. like rookie sensation. But first play. Oh, I forgot to show you the kickoff. Anyways, I'll show you that play in a second. But the first play from scrimmage, Stefan Diggs absolutely froze Sauce Gardner. Like, literally, just he just stopped and buckled. His ankles just buckled. Stephon Diggs hit him with one of those little double moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, 30-yard gain. And Sauce just stood there. Like, he could. It was oh, pretty man, that's... It was pretty cool to see. Like, a yeah, you're an awesome rookie. But yeah, Stephon, but. Like, I'm the fucking you've still, dude. You've still got ankles. Yeah, I'm that dude, and I'm not a rookie. Yeah, dude. Yeah, right. Let welcome, me show you that. Welcome to the league, motherfucker. All right. So this is the first play of this beautiful Jets and Buffalo game. Kicker's getting set up. They're showing the return man. Watch the kicker. <laughs> <laughs> that is so Jets. Uh, hang on, they're going to show another angle. <laughs> Dude, I bet he fucked his hammy up. But, like, that could be the new way to do an onside, onside kick. kick. Yeah. No, yeah. Like Fake you, fall. Yeah, right. Like, look like you're kicking it full, but miss it with half your foot. We, there's the, all those... Uh, Old timey plays like where a, the tight end pretends to fall down and yeah. then gets back up and he's wide open yeah, in the yeah, back yeah. of the end zone. Like they could have the kicker pretend to fall and yeah. just like kind Boop. of scooch kick it. Yeah, Jags. It can't oh, Trevor! Oh, nice. I think Trevor Lawrence is the number one. You'd fuck him if he had titties. No, no. I, oh, well, yeah, with that, with or without. Yeah. Um, I I can't tell. If he's very attractive or very ugly, most people. I think he's pretty good looking. But maybe he's very ugly though too. You well, know? have you seen him? There's a girl who looks just like him, and she posts videos or she posts pictures and stuff sometimes of her and like Trevor. Long. And I'm talking, they're identical. I, you sent it to me. The and only that's, reason, how, that's when I found out that I thought he was attractive. But the only reason you thought that girl's attractive though is because she looked like Trevor. Yeah, that's true. So well, you weren't if you just saw that girl on the street and you didn't know who Trevor was, yeah, you'd right. be like, ugh. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's what I'm saying. There's. Usually you can either tell if they're There's very attractive, and usually somebody who you can't tell, they're in the middle. Yeah, you know, right. is he kind of cute or kind of ugly? Trevor's either like really good looking or the fucking. I yeah, don't know. I think it's hard it, to tell. I think it depends on which country he's from. 
Hmm. Like, because he lives in, because he's in America, I think good looking. If he lived in Sweden, he'd be average. But maybe. If, what if he lived in America, but you thought he was from Sweden? Then, See, he, I think then that, he's hot. Yeah. But if, you if he had a, it's the accent. If he had an accent. All right, here's where he's the ugliest. If you're in Sweden, you meet him. Runs from America. Yeah, he's the piece of shit. Piece of shit. Absolutely. All right, another trash. pick for Aaron Rodgers. Ah, uh, Jags. I can't believe they've shown the Jags. On, oh, et it, et it. He got the corner. Oh, nice. Oh, oh. <laughs> I forgot to tell you yesterday. Me and Amber were watching the Alabama LSU game, like right towards the end. And Amber goes, I was talking about Bryce Young, and I was like, I was like, God damn. I was like, Bryce Young is just not real. And Amber goes, what What happened to uh, Towel? The Towel. And I was like, uh, God damn it. I was like, the Towel? What are you talking about? And she's like, the, what happened to Towel? I heard something bad happened to Towel. And I was like, Amber, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, Alabama's quarterback, Towel. And I go, Towel? I go, I go, I go, I go. Amber, Amber, do you mean Tua, Tony Viola? And she goes, yeah, okay, Tua, yeah. She goes, what happened to him? I go, well, he doesn't play at Alabama anymore. And she goes, but what happened to him? I go, oh, he, are you talking about his concussion? She's like, yeah, like, he's, like, dead, right? Like, didn't he die or something? I was like, no, he just got a really bad concussion. I was like, where are you getting towel from? She's like, I don't know. Just, like, people say his full name, and I don't get it. So he's towel. Tua Tungavaloa is Towel. Towel. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, Towel. All right, the Jags are about to run a goal line play, and then they, and they cut the away. Out. They just cut away. <laughs> Jags are at the four, fourth and one. Let's cut to the Packers punt. Two-point attempt, yeah. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we watch a game, the ball just slips, slips around. around. Hey. Got some really good slot for you. Meg, I got some slot for you to check out. On, on my phone here, hang on. Oh, uh, Jets touchdown? Oh, oh my God! Ah, uh, well, that was an incredible. That's one the best incomplete nothing. catch I've ever that seen. That was the spirit of the game. That was spirit of the game. All right, man. So this is the first play of the game for the Jets today. Let's see if he calls this. No, no, totally out. Okay, first play of the game, so they're about to kick off the Jets, who is your favorite team to slop about. They're kicking off to the blue team. Okay, now watch the kicker right here. You know, he's going to try to run and kick the ball down there. Watch the kicker. <laughs> slop of the day of the week. That, did you hear me go slop? Hang on. <laughs> Hang on, watch the replay here. That was, go, more, that was like Slopson. Or it's Slopson. his name. It was so sloppy, it's his name. Slopson. Alright, here's the replay. Jags! <laughs> his ankle. His flip inside out. <laughs> Jags! E T N touchdown! There you go, Paul. His legs? We did his it. Look like rubber ankles. Rubber ankles. Kickers have rubber ankles. All right, there's Trevor. Meg, is he handsome or ugly? Which one? Trevor Lawrence. Shower. Is he on there? Uh, he so I was saying he's. It's weird because I can't tell if he's like good looking or really ugly. Like there's no in between. But he, I I'll tell either. you this: he looks dumb. Like he he, he, he looks look like smart. he looks like he made his mom macaroni necklaces for Christmas <laughs> when he was in middle school. You know oh, what this I mean? Year? 
Yeah. Oh. No? No. Is he handsome? No. Uh, Anthony, is he really handsome or is he ugly? I don't think either. You think he's in the middle? I think he's I either just, really I ugly. Like, I, don't think, I don't think he's attractive. He looks okay. like a girl though, right? Like in a good way? I don't think in a good way. I think you just like that girl that looks like him. I do. A lot. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not saying he's hideous, but, like, to me, that is not an attractive person that I would be attracted to. He's got the Fabio Golden Retriever. Yeah, he does. Mr. Peanut Butter. Mr. Peanut Butter is my father's name, but also it's my name. <laughs> yeah, you don't like it. Well, he looks like a bleached avatar. He does look like an avatar. Holy shit. He looks just... Yeah. No, I don't like avatar that way. That's why you like him. I will see it. 100%. It's not my... I, it was just like, okay, cool, I've seen Fern Gully. Thanks, James Cameron, you piece of shit. Well, I mean, I'm going to see it, dude. Listen, What's here's Trevor Lawrence. In? Here's my thing: if a movie, if a production company deigns to spend close to a billion dollars on something, I will go see it out of respect. You know what I mean? I'm like, listen, man, if they're taking this big of a swing with something, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step up to the plate and we'll fucking see. Is the first one worth the fuck? It's not bad. It's not unnecessary. It's, it's it's here's the thing about that movie. There's towel. That movie, if you'd have taken that same storyline and it wasn't attached to this is the you know the most uh, the greatest cinematic marvel in the world, then it's like again it's kind of like Fern Gully. But like at the time, they were not making movies with that much CGI and with like it is visually absolutely stunning as fuck. But like just as a straight up like movie, I'd rather watch Terminator again. Word. Terminator 2? Yeah. Either. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, the one with the liquid man. That yeah, yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. Is there only two? There's a lot, but you've seen the ones that you need to see. One yeah. and two are the yeah. ones that we've matter. We've seen one and two. Yeah, Megan and I had a Terminator weekend one weekend. That's we great. We, I had forgotten that Arnold hung dong. He hangs dong. Man, yeah. We were both like, oh shit, Arnold's hanging dong like 10 seconds into the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's these a jerseys. Dude, so I heard a... Uh, I love that Washington is just like, okay, since we can't have the Redskin anymore, we'll have just, it'll be, we'll be boring. Like, we'll have, we'll be nothing. What do you want to do when they got Taylor Heineke as a quarterback? I know, no, you're right. He's the new Fitzmagic, by the way. Wait, hold on. Wait. Yeah, the Commanders are about to beat the Vikings. Is Wentz hurt? Wentz? Wait, wasn't he with the, wasn't he with them? He's out. He's, he's hurt. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. And Heineke's the man now. Okay. He's like Fitzpatrick. He throws some games. He'll be like three, four interceptions. Some games, three, four touchdowns. Yeah, I really haven't paid attention to them except for the hate. How could you, man? Uh, I guess well, you know why? Because I just see that. Yeah, I, I saw that that they finally they finally got the votes or whatever. Well, no, the uh, Dan Snyder and his wife have apparently reached out to. Bank of America to help. Oh, yeah, because Robert Griffin's wanting to be a, uh, a minority owner, which he would be no matter how much you money he get that he put protein in. bar money. Yeah, <laughs> Cashing in muscle money. He said, he said on Twitter that he wants to be a minority owner of the of the Washington Commanders and... They're that, allowed to have minority owners? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that he is going to bring along 10 fans with him to sit on his, like, uh, cabinet or whatever. Oh, I thought you were going to say lap. No, and he was like, I got $400 million to throw into it right now, and then everybody explained to him, they're like, that's like, you know, 2% of the team, and he's like, it's a minority owner. I own a minority of them. 
four hundred million, he yeah. said, or four million. Four hundred million. He wants to throw in. I mean, which hell, like, that's like that's a good fifteen percent of a team, though. Oh, for sure. I want him to do it. I'd love to see that. Does he think they're going to give him his ACL back? Mm-mm. Goff is such a stupid-looking man. I know. He's like if some. He's like if Chris got drunk and drew Ryan Gosling. I'm not a. I'm, that's not offensive to Chris. I said if he got or drunk. Or Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Right. It's just really offensive to Jared Goff. Yeah. Man, right. Eight to six lines. Packers. Aaron Rodgers. Legend. Legend. How many of the all-time greats don't have a duel against Taylor Heineke or two <laughs> under their belt? Jared Goff. Oh, Heineke beat him, didn't he? Yeah. Okay. What are the bets I just made? You took the over in something? I took the over in the... The high-scoring game. The Dolphins. The Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins. Uh, Bears. Bears. It's 35-32 right now. The over-under 76. The over, and I took... Uh, I took... The Lions minus three and a half. Uh, I think you took the no, Lions I took, money line. I took the Lions money line. The Lions line. is to win outright. And yeah, you took and the I took Jets the Jets, to, cover the Jets to cover three and a half. Fuck yeah. Here we go, baby. Lions and Jets, baby. Here we go, That's baby. how you win money on Sunday. Old gambling adage, Lions and Jets. <laughs> yeah, take them. Hey, I have won with the Jets this year. You won with the Jets and the Jags last week, right? Or some yep. shit like that. Jags! Geno and the Jets. Gino and the Jets. Dude, we almost can't even make fun of Gino at all anymore. I I don't. He's always been my guy. I remember people thought he was like a bitch because he got punched by a defensive lineman. And like it was like, dude, he got punched by a defensive lineman. What do you want him to do? Like, he's a quarterback and a D-lineman. Don't you see what happens to quarterbacks every game against defensive linemen? He has five people that are supposed to keep him from getting hit by that type of person. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, there's supposed to be several dudes. He can't be a leader of the team if he can beat up the defensive tackle. Betting on the betting on the lines. What an idiot! Should have parlayed him. <coughs> that cough was just weed, Paul. Here we go. Good God! <laughs> My God! Eight to six. What a piece of shit! Fourth quarter, eight to six. Better to get a lot of value on betting the over now. There's Something only. Happen. There's only a certain amount of time you cannot blame Aaron Rodgers. Like, you can say he doesn't have great receivers, yada, yada. But, like, six points on the lines. He's like three points, zero points, eight points. Like, no. No, he hasn't put shit up. Like, if you want to, if the. How many years did Brady have no receivers that you ever heard of? And he's still dinking, dunking. Every year. (laughs) Matter of fact, every year, the only reason that you heard of these receivers. Touchdown, Lions! Yes, sir, baby. Oh, dude. Matter of fact, for years. Brady had the type of receivers that the only reason that you heard of them was because of Tom Brady. Every single goddamn year, he had five scrappy Dion white Branch. boys. He had five scrappy white boys and one black guy for diversity purposes on Belichick's part, I guess. And he would make them into season-long superstars, and then you would never hear from these motherfuckers again. They had that lacrosse player, that that white kid, just a lacrosse guy. Yeah, what was his name? Well, Belichick loved lacrosse people. Hogan, Chris Hogan. Yeah, where, he was what, just a, a what he do afterwards? Player. He came and tried out. Yeah, and then the Patriots used him. He was good for the Patriots, and then he tried to go to another team. And they're like, wait, you're just a lacrosse player? Yeah, like, we can't have we that. Don't, we we do football. Edelman didn't do shit afterwards. Uh... I mean, you name it. You, not, you you know what? If you're a Tom Brady receiver, you had a good one or two years with the Patriots, and now you're calling games, and that's great. But, like, you're right. Tom Brady does not need a Randy Moss. 
Well, it was a good thing because he only had, had one. one. Yeah, he only exactly. had that one Randy Moss, which was Randy Moss. Ooh, I like these little betting the witching hour bets. Can't think about them. Got to do it. I mean, how else could you make the witching hour more fun? And what was snorting lines? What was the over for this? 66? 76? Yeah. Oh, they, we got that. We got that. Let Fields cook. Fields about to score right on. Here we go, baby. Get it. Good That's lord. That's twice a day he's got yeah. loose like that. He's so smooth, man. He's such a smooth athlete. When he's calm and yeah. not rattled, like, dude, when he's a rookie and he's getting sacked all the time, of course he's going to be rattled. Dude, you, your rookie year, you can't – I don't give a fuck who you – especially if you're at the quarterback position. The shift from college to NFL is insane. Things are happening so fast. Like, you can't – you just can't judge somebody too harshly on their rookie year. Were you the one that sent me that chip block yesterday that Washington did? Uh uh-uh. uh. Did you see it? I don't think so. Oh my god. It just reminded me of that tight end chipping right there. Just what happened? Nobody blew the whistle. Did he just score? I think so. Is that a fumble ruski? What the fuck just happened? Okay, that was a mystery touchdown. You wouldn't think he'd be as boring as he is, but Austin Eckler is so boring. Yeah, he's just like a laid-back pothead dude. Yeah. just like wants to play guitar. Okay, yeah. look at this. He's down at like the 37. Hold on. He he rolls over the defender. He never went he down. He never went down. His knee never hit. Never went oh down. My God. Okay, it was a mystery. I was like, what happened? Because it looked like he look just. Look at this. Look at this. Nut, elbows down right there. Did it hit? Yep. I thought his elbow was down right there. Let's see one more angle of it here. Elbow, elbow hit. Elbow hit right there. I don't think an elbow should count as down, frankly. Spirit of the game. Spirit of the game. Oh, did Fields just score? He Fields just the goal line. Goal line, nice. Goddamn red zone is so awesome. They're going to calm down? Oh, for sure. I mean, if the elbow counts as down, then you're down, you know. I don't think it should. I think two elbows should count as down. Well, Scott seems to think it was a very clear and easy touchdown. Oh, yes, sir. Over. Over. Cole commit. Remember when Georgia played Notre Dame and he fucking wrecked us? Like, we still won. Yeah, but right. Cole commit was not easy to guard in college. They had him and Claypool at the same time, and they're like almost the same size. Oh, at Notre Dame? Mm-hmm. When Georgia played them? I hate them so much. But I was rooting for them last night, though. I cannot root for Dabo to no, beat no. Marcus Freeman. I, mean, I was t- I was, I was explaining to Trey. I said, Clemson versus Notre Dame is the ultimate example. It's peak Mariucci for me. Paul, you probably don't know what Mariucci means. So, Mariucci is a term that I use for bittersweet, and it means when something both hits and doesn't hit at the same time. And the, 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 the example I use is a picture of Steve Mariucci. Steve Mariucci hits, but a picture of Steve Mariucci don't hit, right? 
So this is where I disagree because I love looking at Mooch. Mooch, yeah. The picture of him. Oh, dude, I love looking at Mooch. So he's got sockety eyes. I want Clemson to lose every goddamn game, but I fucking hate that it comes at the expense of Notre Dame getting to say that they beat one of the top, you know, five schools. No, I don't care about that because I hate Dabo so much I am. that, and I like Marcus Freeman, so that kind of negates. I do me. like Mark. I do like Marcus Freeman, and I hated when they were like announced him as the coach or whatever. I was like, don't make me root for a fucking Notre Dame shit. Yeah, that's how I can – him and Gol- – I like both the Golics. And I like Golic, I know. It's so, like, when it comes to anybody else, no, I want Notre Dame to lose and I want their team playing to get at the wrong airport so they don't even show up and they get embarrassed. You thought I was going to say crash and die, but I'm not that man anymore. Right. Yesterday, if Florida had lost yesterday, it would have been the perfect Georgia football day. But Florida, so, they're so out of it that it doesn't even matter. I know? know, but I still like it when they lose. Yeah, it true. still counts towards my was this a See, truly perfect football day. They were 4-4, four and four, so I don't, like, once it gets to that point, I don't even know who wins or not. Bullet. Oh, nice. dude. That's what confused me about Justin Herbert. Like, I know there's all that, he's either, everybody thinks he's great, and everybody's or, like, no, nah, he's yeah. overrated. But his arm, you can't yeah, a can. argue with. Like, it's just cool to watch him throw mm-hmm. that hard. Okay. Here we go. I, t- did I take the Jets' money line? No, you took the Jets plus three and a half. Plus three and a half. Ah, stupid. No, that's good. Yeah. That's what you needed to. Yeah, you didn't right. want to take a money yeah, line. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. The Lions, you're going to take money line because Aaron Rodgers is blowing this shit. Today. Yeah. You How? like that? How? You like that? It's not Thursday. You like that? I want to see Kirk Cousins do the gritty. That would be the worst gritty. The worst gritty. Uh, well, Eli. I was going to say Drew Brees maybe would have a pretty bad gritty. I don't know, man. I feel like he's got a little step to him. Like, and he's, he's a little, he's a little compact guy. Yeah. Short guys look cooler dancing. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's cool. He spent a long time with Reggie Bush, too, man. Yeah, like, he did. Not... Yeah, I mean, he was in New Orleans for a very long time. Long time. Yeah. yeah, right. That's where the gritty originated. Is it? Yeah. That was a thing? Oh, the gritty was some New Orleans rapper that made it up. Oh. And then Justin Jefferson and uh, Jamar Chase started doing it at LSU. Nice. And then now they're both huge stars, so the whole world's trying to do it. See? He sucks. What good is that big old arm dick if you can't throw it straight? Remember when Patriots Colts would have been the best game by far on TV? And now this is... Dude, back in the... Back in the Manning Brady era, Jesus Christ. That was sad. It is sad. Sam Ellinger starting over Matt Ryan, who they had to put on the bench because they didn't want to pay him. Yeah, we're just in that like weird transitional phase of like the changing of the guards where Brady's old, Aaron Rodgers is clearly about done, you know, and we're see like you got Mahomes and you got Josh Allen, obviously, which I guess those are going to be the staples of this generation. But then it's like you got a guy like Herbert, where you're like, I could still go either way on whether or not he's going to be that guy. You got Justin Fields, who had a bad year last year, but right now is looking great. Of course, that could be a flash in the pan. But I got to tell you, the face of the NFL right now, Robbie, Gino. It's got to be Gino. Gino. The punched face the punch, of the, the NFL. Punched face of the NFL. Is Nick Mullins Asian? No. Mm. He's just got chubby face bones. He kind of looks like Peepaw. Yes, he does. And I, Peepaw kind of looks Asian. Like Vietnamese. Or no, North Korean. Well, Reggie spent time in Vietnam. Uh-oh. <laughs> 
could hit. I don't know. What were we doing out. last night that Paul won't care about? Uh, uh, what was the money dance that we were doing? I got the moves like money. I got the moves <laughs> like money. Dude, he looks just like Peepaw. He does. Oh, and you know what it is? Peepaw looks like there's a golfer that Peepaw looks just like, and he's like a Korean golfer. North or south? There ain't nothing wrong with looking Asian. North or south? Uh, south. They let him do it. Oh, yeah. Dude, New England has always been pretty boring. It's kind of been their thing, but it used to be like winning boring, and now they just kind of like are average boring. Yeah. They might be the most average 4-14. Four and 14. Patriots? Yeah, because yeah. I think the Falcons are more exciting. The Falcons at least do some stuff. And the Patriots, it's like the huge drop-off from what you expect of, yeah. the, of the organization. Well, the Patriots, now they just have Matthew Judon, and that's it. Like, he makes two big plays a game, that's all. And the boat. Cuck's already back in. Oh, Thielen just dropped the ball. Oh, oh my God. God, Jesus. That's what happens on offensive linemen just <laughs> yeah. lose to hit little guys. Yeah, when they get their shot. Boy, uh, unassuming defensive back, looking the other the way. Thielen can gritty. Oh, I've, yeah, for sure. Wentz would be a terrible gritty. Oh, God. Imagine Ben Roethlisberger hitting the gritty. I mean, his would be more entertaining than... He can't even lift his feet up. No, yeah, his would be a pretty, pretty nitty-gritty. Baker's Baker. in? Baker's about to pull a comeback here. It's only... They're down, what, 35? I'll be... He woke up feeling dangerous this morning. <laughs> Dude, the Vikings are going to lose to the Commanders. Alright, so don't check your bets because I think we are I can't, a few minutes behind. Okay, cool. Yeah. I say, we're a few minutes behind because we stopped it to make yeah, the bets. Right. So if you check them, you're going to know before yeah, exactly. we actually get your reaction. Aaron Rodgers just let the play clock run Yeah, he out. did. You piece of shit. Lazy. Right now, my bets are Schrodinger's bets. Hit him. Please, Please hit him kill so him hard. in his life. I don't like it's Mariota, goddammit. I don't like Mariota. Mariota makes it sound like Luigi. Race car driver. Luigi yeah. yeah. Mario and Luigi Oda. Andretti. What is this new trend with every offense lets the time, time clock go down to zero? I was zero, zero, one. It's just such unnecessary stress. Why? McCarthyism. <laughs> that's that neo McCarthyism. That's what McCarthyism is. Boy. No one's ever struggled with a clock and a massage. Oh, the slippery ball. So, McCarthy, you got to give him credit, though. You know about his uh, massage stuff when he was in Green Bay? Uh, no. Did he pull it like a Robert Kraft or whatever? No, no. This is a different type of massage controversy that you're not used to hearing. But apparently... Um, according to several players, and McCarthy was there, you know, after they had won the Super Bowl, and he was basically, he had tenure, you know, he yeah, knew right. he, he was going to. He's got he, several more years. He would show up late to meetings and practices and stuff, and they said sometimes he would skip, like, important team meetings or practice things because he just had a scheduled massage. <laughs> and he would just go, and he and some of the other coaches would just go get a massage and skip practice. That's great. And uh, it's not as bad as, you know, forcing or exposing yourself yeah, right. and forcing yourself on them, but. Um, but it is still a it's massage still controversy, controversy about yeah. massages, and we need one for the kids. Yeah, I was about to say they're not all the same. We need a massage controversy for the kids. <laughs> the NFL wants to be family oriented. Yeah. All of our massage controversies are either rape or handies. 
Did I just say the, the Titans have the lowest ranked total offense? That's, that can't be right. Maybe pass offense? Maybe. That would check out. Hey, so did you see uh, the Aaron Rodgers interception earlier, the second one where uh-huh. he threw it? He was oh, wait, trying, yeah, yeah. Where he was, no, this is the one where he was trying to throw it to his offensive tackle. Did you oh, see this? No, no. Okay, so they have, um, you know the Packers left tackle, Bakhtiari? Yeah. He's like, they're pretty famous linemen. Yeah. He's most notably the known The only one for, that I do know. He's Well, the reason he's famous is because he's known for going to, um, Buccane- or, I'm sorry, Milwaukee Bucks basketball games yeah, yeah. and chugging beer <laughs> yeah, on the big yeah, screen. Yeah, so, yeah. like, uh, there was one game where him and Aaron Rodgers were there together. And they put the camera on him, and Bakhtiari like chugs the beard in one second, and Aaron Rodgers like you know can't even you know, yeah. he's trying to can't sip even it. lift it. But so he's like notoriously like the big bad dude in Green Bay, but uh, he's the left tackle, so you know doesn't catch a lot of passes. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, two is on the run. Threw it. Oh, Towley. God damn it! I need ten points, you motherfucker. All right, they're going for it on fourth though, right here, buddy. Believe you me. All right, so, so the Packers Bachman have Turner. so Bakhtiari is uh, so Turner overdrive is at left tackle. They're on like the two yard line. Um, you know Hutchinson, the the rookie from Michigan, the, the big time. He played against Georgia last year. The defensive end from Michigan, oh, okay, the, yeah, the yeah, big yeah, white dude. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a faster David Pollock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I think I remember that his family being at the game or something. Yeah, but he uh, he's lined up on Bakhtiari. So he's like trying to rush around him. Bakhtiari does the thing where he like kind of blocks him for just a second and then like lets him go around. So as soon as he lets go of that block and goes around him, Hutchinson's like, why would the tackle be going, letting me go? And he just turns around the opposite way. And just and catches Rogers, the ball. Aaron Rodgers lobs it to, the, to <laughs> yeah, Bakhtiari, yeah. the offensive tackle. And Bakhtiari's just standing there like a dude. <laughs> and Hutchinson just goes, boom, catches it and just takes off like – it was just so beautiful to see this a great like, game a, awareness. A twenty-two-year-old kid being like, "Wait, why is this guy not blocking me? Yeah, I'm going right. to turn around and then he and just catches the ball." Rogers. That's like, great. Plus, it, I love it when you're trying to be so cute to throw the ball to your. Yeah. You got the greatest quarterback ever. Maybe he's trying to make a statement. Well, y'all have y'all giving me such shitty receivers. I, yeah, right. I got to throw it to, to my, my lineman. Oh, oh, Cook! Ha! This is fucking Drop. awesome. All right, fourth and three. Got to go, Rogers. You're the best. Oh, they're kicking a field goal. Yep. Oh, there we go. Nice. Never mind. Sorry. Let Dalvin Cook. I, love I really the Cook brothers. I don't like the Vikings, but God damn it, I've always loved their uniforms and color scheme. I'm a I'm a big like LSU too. Obviously, I love purple and yellow. Uh, I love Jared Allen wearing that uniform too uh, and wearing the number 69. It's wonderful. Doing his little cowboy roping thing. I almost bought a far a far Vikings jersey at an antique store, and I. I I can't do it. You know I have one. I know. Yeah. <sighs> I almost did, but I was like, to what end? Yeah. Well, to, to what end? Where are we going to go with this? Because yeah. I feel like that would inspire you to do other things. Yeah, I know. In that same vein. But, like, it did look great. Josh Allen also has a hoe. Oh, oh wee. Oh, wee. They throw the flag? Oh, Damn. When is Ed Reed Jr. coming in? And it's, I got Jets money line, right? That's what it was. You got Jets plus three and a half. Jets plus three and a half. Lines money line. Lines money line, right. Justin Fields is just going to take off more. He's going to get hurt, Get that too. over, though. He's going to get that over. I hope he do. 
Like, dude, that's how little they have respect for Justin Fields. Yeah, right. They don't even have any safeties in it. ETN. Oh, he got the split. He's gone. Holy shit. Dude, he might get – well, he can't get rookie of the year because he's not technically a rookie. Right. You know, he missed all – he missed last year. He missed all of last year. That's bullshit. So like, well, in baseball, he'd be able to get rookie right. of the year. But in football, he can't. That's so stupid. He's sacked. Oh, oh, my God. How do you get out of that? Look at him go. Mother of God. Dude, he is good as shit. Today, he's not running like – Erratically, he's just like confidently moving. Yeah, around I was about to say, and to. mostly on broken plays, dude. Speaking of speaking of running confidently, Stetson, Stetson pulled Bennett. his legs out. Say dude, he did. He, I texted, dude, that first run he had. I texted Trey and Trey and them, and I said, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a Georgia fan, and I didn't know that he had them legs. Like I knew that he had some legs, but like he hadn't pulled his legs out in a while. But like that motherfucker had some game speed, dude. He had that. He had an 80 yarder against uh, Auburn. Oh, yeah, you're right. But nobody watched that I was, game. I was going to say, I didn't really – I turned the Auburn game off at, like, the first quarter because we were kicking the shit out of now it. Now they sacked him. My okay. favorite – so, like, I'm a Georgia fan, but I, I, my goal is to not have to watch as yeah. much Georgia football. Because you want to be winning so handily yeah. that you don't have to watch the rest the of the The perfect game. Georgia game is I turn it off at halftime confident that no but one's going to see, what I realized, though, with that formula is that if it goes as I want, that just means I'll never watch any games, and I kind of like to enjoy them. Yeah. So I want three a year. That's what three I realized. Quarters, three quarters. Yeah. No, no. Three games a year. Yeah, right. They're close. And then we can win all the rest of them yeah. by a bunch. Three games a year. But in the Mark Rick days, those three games, we'd lose all, all three of them. them. Yeah, Now right. we're going to win at least two out of those yeah. three with Kirby. So I feel good about those three games a year. For sure. I didn't watch the Missouri game hardly at all. Like, I know we, I watched some of it with Dad. Well, I wasn't. I watched some, like, but I don't like to watch every play of the non Dramatic no, games. Like, no matter what's happening in the Georgia-Tennessee game, I'm probably going to watch every play. Like, even if we'd been beating them 50 nothing at halftime, I'd be like, game. can't wait to, can't wait to see the next be, 10. Growing up here in the it's era the that we did, it's my favorite game. It always has it's been. The best I, game. I, I personally am glad it's back. Like, oh, me too. I've been saying four years, and everybody called me crazy. I said, I would tell Trey and them, I was like, guys, I mean this with all sincerity. I want y'all to be good again. I mean it so sincerely that, like, I – I'm saying I disagree. Like, I know that normally I want Georgia to be winning, but, like, I wanted yesterday's game to be competitive. Right. But still where we crushed the soul. Yeah, yeah. right. And that that's how it was. Again, if we had won that game 48 to 35, I would have been stressed as fuck. For sure. But, like, we just held them down. Didn't let them punch. <laughs> Sacked him just all the time. It was awesome. Six sacks. And that's just when we got to him. Every time he dropped back, he was getting hit or, like, had to move. He's had such a clean jersey all year. Clean. Cutest jersey in town. Oh, come on. Don't. Oh, pun. I need to over. They don't know. Fourth and 14. Yeah, they need to go come for on. it. Come on, guys. All right, all right. I'm with you on the Four better. minutes left. You got better, to. Better's rationale only goes so far. It. When it's fourth and 14. Now you got to go for it. Four minutes left. They're going to drain the clock. Uh, I think one of Herbert's most undervalued skills is he's got a twisty-ass neck. <laughs> I've seen him like at least ten times in his career, just like twist the shit out of his neck. Man, either land on it funny, or somebody goes around him and pulls him down, and like he just twists back out. It's like a duck's dick. <laughs> it's like a corkscrew neck. You know, ducks only got one hole. Yeah, but you know they got corkscrew dicks that just rape yeah. in a screwing yeah. fashion. Yeah, Paul taught me this, I believe. Really? Maybe that works. It fits the brand of this podcast. They probably won't kick the pill goal though. 
I bet they'll do some dumb shit and go for it. Chargers love to just go for it, even when they should. Oh! Ball's out. Falcons got it. They're scooping, scoring. Holy shit. Oh, he dropped he it. Dropped! Oh, my <laughs> You are right. Whenever we're together, <coughs> ball just slips around. It slips around. Oh, my God. That was two slips around, like, odd slips arounds in one play. Yeah. They did calm down on that elbow play. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, he was. Spirit of the game. This is where spirit of the game spirit comes the in right back. here. That's a fumble. Well, I mean, either way the Chargers have the ball, it's just where do they have well, the ball. Well, they backed him up out of field goal. Right yeah, right. To happen. But all that dude had, had to do, the Falcons defender, just had to not throw the ball. Yeah, right. <laughs> just, just get down. The easiest part of running a ball in the NFL is just having the ball in your hand. Yeah, right. All the other stuff's hard. The running, the dodging, the getting yeah. hit. The hold easiest on part to it. is just hold this football. And no one's expecting you, a lineman, to run this in. Just hold, just fucking loaf of bread it and fall the fuck down. And that's how people are like, see, linemen don't even know how to carry the ball. Like, yes, they do. They just get excited and they drop it. <clears throat> Waddle. Hell, oh a, lot of, a lot of them played running back in middle school probably. Most, yeah, I was going to say, uh, at least until middle or high school, most, yeah. most the best athletes are playing tailback. Yeah, right. Like, <clears throat> everybody in the NFL, no matter what their position, was playing price, you know, could have played skilled positions when they were in fucking yeah. middle school. And, like, all your, your left tackles that are all, like, you know, six foot eight, they were all, yeah. like, basketball players that got huge or yeah, right. army rangers. Because it's no child's dream to play the line at first, yeah. I don't think. I want to block. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of them. Do, I mean, I guess if you're just like a kid, no, that like nobody. My does. daddy was a fat well, fuck. Maybe. His daddy was a fat fuck. We block, dude. I've I've been there at least in the the lower phases of playing. And it's not fun at any level. At no, and, and here's how you know because at every level, the big guys always want to get the ball in some way, shape, right. or form. And it's Fridge. like, see, I can get the ball, and yeah. like that show. They they want it too, but they just know they can't. They have can't it. have it. Yeah, it's not for you. Mm-mm. It's for people with skills, as they say. <laughs> Which I do think that hand fighting with 300 pounders that can run oh, it's four a skill. or five yeah. is a better skill than running. Oh, I was being facetious. I've never liked the term unskilled labor. Yeah. It's like you're going to say that about a fucking mechanic? Are you serious? Ever since uh, Urban Meyer kicked that kicker, <laughs> uh, they've been cursed down there. Josh Lambeau, did you know about that? Oh, yeah. He sued. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I hope he fucking wins, dude. Me too. He will. Because Urban Meyer has no cachet in the court of public opinion right now. That's for sure. He's just back on Fox uh, College yeah. Football Game Day. Yeah. Or whatever. The fuck He'll. I mean, dude, their, he's gonna get another college job. Whatever their almond milk version of Game Day is yeah. on Fox with Reggie Bush and Matt Liner. It and, fucking sucks. They should let. They should let fucking Ernie and Chuck and them do NFL too. I think Chuck and Ernie would be down. I wouldn't want to hear Shaq talking NFL because he would act like he could play every time. <laughs> but then they'd make fun of him. Yeah, I just hate how uh, it would just be like Shaq about. Like, no, I was running back for you. Yeah, <laughs> I played running back. It might hit. Okay, here's your dream team, Shaq. Ernie Bradshaw Smoltz Smoltz <laughs> <laughs> Is this a golfing trip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I had my bandies set up in the bedroom. I had my dumbbells. You did this in the bedroom? Yeah. Was Amber in there? Amber and Christy were in there doing Christmas stuff. Oh. So I just... Wait. Why? What do you mean? They just like doing Christmas stuff? They're like decorating the house for Christmas. Oh, uh, yeah. Already? Oh, yeah. I require it. Okay. Yeah, I require it. You require it? Yeah, I require it. What does that mean? I mean, Amber's fine, but I'm like, just go ahead and do it now. Like... I don't do that. Some people wait till after Thanksgiving. I'm not for that. Christmas no. makes me happy, no. and my house being decorated for Christmas yeah, makes me happy. So I'm like, why not have extra happiness? Yeah. And we don't take it down to February. Other yeah. rule, I require it. I like all that except for the require. Like you make her do it because well, it makes you happy. Well, I don't make her do it. She was gonna. She's gonna do it anyways. And I'm like, if you're gonna do it anyways, will you just do it earlier? And she's yeah. like, yeah, whatever. No, no, no well, sweat for me. It sounds real fun for her. The requiring it part. She loves me, it. I'm she loves it. Yeah, she loves it. Yeah. She loves when I hold her down in marriage. Yeah, I, re- I require it. I require it. So they're going to force the Vikings to get... Jags! And, you know, we have a Christmas tree in our bedroom. 365. I require it. You require that? I require it, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're not, they're not always Christmas colored, though. So, like, once Christmas is over, it just turns into a holiday tree. So, like, 4th of July, we'll put red, white, and blue shit on it and stuff, but I require it. So I like, let's go back. So, you're laying in bed while your wife is doing her required Christmas well, decorations. Well, what, what I meant was is that I require Christmas decorations to be happy, but the way it came out was I require my wife to do this, so I'm rolling By a certain it. time, yeah. by a deadline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, what if she doesn't, though? Oh, I mean, that's fine. But, like, what I'm saying is in, your, in people's family, they either choose to be one of two types. Either Christmas decorations can go up as soon as Halloween's over, or Christmas decorations have to wait until after Thanksgiving. We are a family that says as soon as Halloween's over, it's fucking Christmas. Yeah. Because Thanksgiving isn't a season. Christmas is a season. Thanksgiving is one isolated holiday. So, like, basically, used to, before me, Amber would be like, you decorate for fall, and then you decorate for Christmas. And I'm like, see, if you do that... You're having then you're having to decorate twice as much. Just decorate for Christmas, and that's our fall decorations because Christmas rules. You know how you can decorate twice as less. Not do don't either. decorate. Yeah, no, I gotta have it. Yeah, we've got. You the, require it. Require it. We've got the Christmas villages. You know what I mean? Like it's only gonna get more bananas. Oh! God damn it! He can still run. Oh, he pulled ah! it! Oh my ah! God! The lions got it! Oh my God! It's gonna fall out of bounds! It's gonna fall out of bounds! He got it! He got it! Oh my God! He got it! He got it! He got it! He got it! He got it in bounds. Yes, he did. He Scott. did. We said it. Did he, wait, he can't hear us, but we can hear him. Yeah, right. It's, that's how it works with TV. I get confused though, because this can hear us and him. It's, it's just he Paul. can't hear this or us. Paul can kind of hear that. No, no, but Scott can't hear Paul or us. Oh no, that's true. Scott can't. It doesn't work with. He got it. Nope, he's out of bounds. They're not gonna that's the spirit of the game, spirit you of the game. Spirit of the game. Spirit of the game. That's fucking wild. Look at him holding his arms up there. What like, happened? Where'd you go? What happened? What ha- why? Why didn't you run to the ball? I only scored there? nine goddamn points for y'all. What the fuck else more do you need? They say that like we've all been like, oh, here it comes. Yeah. Kirk Cousins returning. He's back to FedEx. <laughs> He's coming back to FedEx Field where he w- was drafted as Robert Griffin's backup and would have been still Robert Griffin's backup <laughs> yeah. if Robert Griffin hadn't torn his knee up because Shanahan was greedy. I would love to hear Jim Nance say shit like that in Jim Nance's voice. 
to give his real commentary. Yeah. Because you wonder what guys like Jim Nance that are so proper, what, what do they, they really think? Well, they're trained to talk in those moments. So like, it comes out naturally, and they, they're trained to think in those ways. But, like, deep down inside, you know he's thinking, what the fuck? Yeah, what know? is this shit? Like, and they want to say bad stuff about uh, Mike McCarthy. Oh, my God. <laughs> After all that running around, he did not get out of bounds. Kirk Cousins trying for return to FedEx. Lock. Nobody thought Kirk could go back into FedEx <laughs> field. <laughs> It's a dumb show about sports. 